0: your journey matters my friend and reviving your connection to spirit in earth shaking times can be a game changer
1: one of the things that occurs to me is as long as i'm hopeful and i enjoy the pleasant situation that i'm in that can lead to you know my bliss it doesn't have to be a big you know deal where i'm meditating on the mountain and i'm having some transcendent experience I could be playing music and it's very blissful, but I need to, I know for myself, I need to just allow myself to accept the bliss of the moment.
0: Whether you are a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting out on your spiritual path, this podcast has something for everyone. The mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey through unique perspectives around mind, body, and spirit. Join me and other enthusiastic souls as we share weekly episodes of how amazing life is when you embrace the spiritual parts of your journey. This and all episodes can be found on my website, TNTSpiritWorks.com. And if you would like to watch the episodes, please check out TNT SpiritWorks YouTube channel. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax because another enthusiastic episode starts now. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa. And I'm Tom. And this is our monthly episode of TNT Spirit Works, and we're going to be talking some practical spirituality and seeing what's going on in the collective.
1: Yeah, we like the theme of what's up spiritually. And uh, one of the things I've been noticing, you know, I'm a drummer in a band, in a country and western band. I've been doing that around uh, the local area here in Des Moines. and. I've noticed that when I look at people in the audience, they look like they're a little bit discombobulated or under pressure at first. And so I was wondering to myself, what is up with that spiritually? Because, you know, we work with some tools and techniques that sort of forecast uh, what's happening for us in terms of spiritual growth and where to focus for that, uh, that uh, internal, you know, feeling good about ourselves kind of a thing. And uh the month uh of April, there's a key word of bliss. Mm-hmm. And uh I have a couple of personal keywords of uh hopeful and pleasant. So I have to say to myself, you know, with all that's going on in the environment, without getting into any of that here, it's it's pretty uh I can see where people are a bit shaken up. And so how do you reconcile that you know, spiritual side of life and all these folks that we run across that are spiritually aware. I mean, we, we talked to lots of people and, you know, as you know, um, they all share that they're more aware of things spiritually and their sensitivity and so forth. So, uh, you know, I think we have to find, well, where is the bliss in all this situation?
0: Well, interesting. You should say that because I've had this, this week, I've had a couple of interviews and the people that came on really shared more about it's about coming from the heart and feeling. So I think what people are doing right now is it's a lack of really feeling. It's kind of a numbness and I get it. Like everyone's going through all kinds of stuff and all kinds of different variations, but it's getting back to that true feeling of who we are as a soul, that kind, loving part of us and how to access that, as we move through all this chaos that's here on the planet, which is never going to be ending. It's just going to be different variations of chaos. So
1: well, or challenges.
0: Ca- yeah. Challenges, chaos, whatever, you know, whatever that word work it works for you and what is going, what you're going through at that moment, because sometimes it can feel like a roller coaster. Sometimes it can just feel like, you know, I'm just a little, a little speed bump in the, my road, you know, as I'm moving ahead. So it kind of varies upon what word, like I said, you really kind of want to use with that. So,
1: Well, and also you've got uh, getting your book published, which is really there to help people with all that. So what's the title of the book?
0: The Soul Quake Survival Guide, Reviving Your Connection to Spirit in Earth-Shaking Times.
1: Well, we really need that, don't we?
0: Well, it's interesting because that book's been birthing like since 2020 is when I started it. and. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden it comes out in 2023. And it's unbelievable how much it's really kind of um, in parallel to what I'm feeling people are going through. And what you're noticing when you're out and about at your gigs and and other things too, and what people are really, we're feeling because, you know, I mean, as we walk around, we don't know what people are really going through, right? I mean, we're all going through all kinds of stuff, but I can feel it. Can you feel it, Tom?
1: Yeah. And I can see it. You know, I, mm-hmm. my first gift is a gift of vision. So I think in pictures and mm-hmm. I see it in the faces of people mm-hmm. and I can read their energy. So uh, what I can see is going on is a little bit of, Oh my God, what do I do with all this? And um, many people will uh, experience that sense of disillusionment uh, with things outside themselves, the systems, the leaders, the, you know, whatever's out there. And, um, that's all part of the process of growing spiritually because a big key for me and what we like to share with people is that, you know, if you look within, you can find your own answers and you can weather the storm and really turn whatever challenges you're going through into a more positive experience. So it's not about, you know, uh, creating as much, uh, the, optimistic viewpoint. Optimism is just an idea that things are going to work out okay. But, and that's a good thing, you know, I'm not against that, but with being positive, no matter what's happening, if I look to the positive, and so let me ask you, how do you look to the positive in the challenges that come up for you?
0: Well, I mean, the number one way I've done it in the, especially in the past few years that I've really been connected more of who I am as a soul is by working with the spiritual part of me, which is what you and I talk about all the time, because of the fact that when I understand what's me, what's not me, what I'm feeling and picking up from others around me, and this happens to me all the time, I, I'm constantly feeling things and going, you know, is that me? Or I'm having a thought and I'm like, wait, where did that thought come from? That's not me. So being able to understand that when I have this backache, that's not mine. And then my mom, two days later go, you know, Wednesday, I had the worst backache. I'm like, oh my God, that's the night that I back was hurting me so bad. So in knowing that bigger picture and understanding that that's not my energy and staying relaxed with, okay, so what, do, what, what do I do with that when it comes at me? Well, once I recognize that that is not me and that that was my mom or, I really probably should have, I should have cleansed and just asked my guidance to come in close. Okay. So guidance, what is this back pain all about? Because I didn't have the back pain all day. I didn't have the back pain until a certain time. And then, like I said, she mentioned two days later that my God, on that night I had back pain so bad. And I'm like, holy cow. And so just understanding and, and getting that realization, that this is not me. It dissipates for me. That's what I've noticed because it's not mine. And then I, I can cut that energy at that. Hey, what that that feeling of the back pain or the headache I have, which is from, you know, the neighbor or the person in my house, I can then cut that energy and and cleanse myself and really understand that that's not me. That's how I work with it. Well, at least the energy
1: part, you know, and I think the uh, the added bonus is when you have spiritual helpers or spiritual guides that you can tune into and get some more information. So um, what I would do in that situation is I would check with my guidance. Okay. Where am I picking this up from? I'm, I, I sense it's, you know, I'm, I'm picking this up from my first impression is it's my mother, let's say. And, uh, okay. So why am I picking up on this? What, is there anything I need to be, do about this? You know, is, am I here to be of service with this and what is my direction? You know, and sometimes it's just to be aware, you know, be aware of what others are going through. And uh, sometimes it's to give a friendly phone call to lift somebody's spirits or, or uh, show an, uh, a bit of kindness and that kind of thing, because it goes a long way with, uh, with healing. So anyway, often, uh, instead of assuming, you know, that certain things I need to do, or I need to do some things out of obligation, if I can tune into uh, that fulfillment that I get from being of service, And if I work with spirit to know when I move in and when I don't move in to allow people to have enough opportunity so they can have their learning experiences, you know, to me, that's a big key. So it's a combination of Teresa sharing of sensitivity. I am sensitive and we, we like to talk to people about the four types of ways people perceive their impressions and the primary means and so forth. And then there's also working with inner guidance. And as you were sharing, Teresa, you know, working through my feeling part is where the answers are. You know, there's an area that I want to talk about. Um, and often when people look to do spiritual work or spiritual things, you know, some of their training is to ask for protection or for ask to be saved. And often they're in the midst of the drama when they're asking to be saved. Mm-hmm. When, uh, and what I found is many of those situations that I found myself in, I was really ignoring the, uh, flags along the way, or I wasn't trusting myself. I was kind of in automatic mode. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you might call that uh, just being in my head, being a little too intellectual, but the big key is it's, you know, spiritual things aren't something I figure out. Uh, there, the intellect helps me organize what I'm feeling mm-hmm. And I need to know where I begin and end with that. So uh, there's a little hint there. And that uh, one of the things my guidance has been sharing with me is that, you know, when I'm under pressure and when I'm really distraught is not really a great time to uh, try to tune into them. I need to do something to change my energy. And one of the techniques we share with people at our workshops and uh is the spiritual cleansing technique. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of recentering yourself and getting back to that good, kind, loving, sharing part of you. And you know, there's times when we have reactions to things I've noticed and they do hit us, you know, like even at all the experience I've had, uh, Teresa and I were sharing about something the other day mm-hmm. where um a, a friend of ours kind of stimulated a reaction in us. And you know, instead of me just gutting it out. And I want to ask you how you work with it. But uh, in the past, I would just like, okay, well, I don't feel great about this, but I'm not going to, you know, I just got to muscle through it. And in a, so to, so to speak, you know, and uh, it'll pass kind of a thing. But then again, it'll come up again with somebody else and I'll get stimulated. So until I look at what's causing this discomfort, or this disease within myself, I'm going to keep experiencing it. So, uh, you know, one of the things we did was we, we chatted, we both got keywords from our guidance and we sort of chatted about how we have a similar vibration and, uh, ourselves, Teresa and myself in, in this certain area and, uh, you know, how to move through that in a, a more clear way so that we're not so stimulated by that. Silly little thing, too. It's not even something big. It was a little thing that just sort of, you know, rocked our boat a little bit emotionally, you might say. How do you work with it?
0: Well, it's interesting because when this surfaced and it obviously was something we both know and it was something that um, just a situation that happened. And so. The first place I go to these days is, well, of course, at first I was, I was hurt. Like, well, why, why is this happening? I mean, and what did I do? Which is a lot of the times the places people go right? Like, okay, so what did I do? How did I, how did I make this happen? And then I recognize, and that's what where I'm at now is that a lot of what people are projecting onto me is not even about me. It's not about um, what, anything I've done to them, but there's an awareness. And like Tom is mentioning, there is something in me. That triggered whenever this happened. So, looking at that for myself and and going, okay, so how do I do that to other people, maybe, or or when did this show up, you know, in the past where I had to, you know, to work through it? And again, you know, this is like those layers of onions, like you know, it's you know, as, as a, a spiritual being in a physical body we are layered. And so, you know, some people might go through and go, you know, Oh, it's a time of, let me, let me ascend and let me get to this bigger place of spirituality. Well, that's great and all, but we have these layers that have got to be, you know, taken one layer off and then there's another layer. And I truly believe I have layers until the moment I pass on and move to, you know, back into spirit form, because that's what I'm here to share about. And that's what I'm here to work through is understanding that we are, we have all these layers and things like Tom's mentioned that happened to us, you know, with this person just triggered a something that was at a deeper level. And so for myself, I have, you know, besides the work that Tom and I do, I have, uh, you know, people that I work with also as, as my spiritual, you know, my team, my um, my, my healing team, my, my, I call them in different things. I mean, I've got yoga and astrology and different ways that I, you know, work through some of the processes as well as Tom and I regrouping really on a daily basis um, in the morning and at night, you know, what's going on today and what things do we need to kind of like, you know, look at at a deeper level. So did that answer that question, Tom? Well, I think so.
1: And, uh, <laughs>
0: That's a long, long answer to the, the one little question. So how do you do it, Teresa?
1: <laughs> but big key for me is um, checking with, with my guidance. You know, there's a combination and working with my guidance. It's a combination of trusting my feelings mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's times when I attract certain situations or it looks like I've attracted it, but I really, in this particular situation, I saw the flags, the signs coming up Mm -hmm. for months before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when they did show up, I was a little bit like surprised, but why was I surprised? Because I was picking up on it for months. Mm -hmm. And I guess, uh, it takes two to tango is one of my favorite lines and that, you know, um, there's a lot of talk in this world about what others are doing to me and how they treated me and that kind of thing. But usually, um, you know, there's a little something and, and this kind of takes a leap of, you know, spiritual trust that, you know, there's a little something I'm doing to keep attracting this situation or I keep, I keep getting stimulated by it. And, uh, I guess truthfully, you know, we're always going to get stimulated by certain things that keep us from our bliss, you might say. I mean, and, and I'm talking about this is just a little, a little sort of thing that happened and almost didn't happen. It's, it's kind of why we're talking about it. But, uh, you know, you look at that keyword bliss and there's a lot of talk about that in the spiritual realm. And, uh, but really it comes down to me recognizing what concepts or what emotional fears do I have? You know, what beliefs are not working for me? What are limiting beliefs? And what's great about sharing with other people and sharing with like-minded people is we remind each other that, you know, we're souls. We're here to learn to grow. And, uh, there is no death and that not only is there no death, we actually have spiritual helpers, uh, souls who've mastered the areas we're looking to learn about and, and master that, uh, you know, love us and and love to be of service. So, you know, uh, to me, that's what's up spiritually is is that Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting to walk on uh, a path where I'm perfectly blissful all the time. At that moment, I'll probably be checking out so I can go work on something else someplace else. That's a (laughs) weird thing to say.
0: Uh, Yes, I guess, well, what I want to say is, back to the bliss and, um, back to being practical, practical with your spirituality, which honestly is what we're about. We, I mean, like we live this, everybody, we don't, it's not like, you know, we, Hey, we're, you know, this is our two to 4 PM, you know, now we're spiritual leaders. No, we live our life like this every single day. And that's what we've come together to do really. And, or, I mean, we've come together to do a lot of things, but that's one of the most amazing, that's the overla- overlaying, you know, component, our, a big umbrella is about our spiritual work. So, which we both love so much. But what I want to end this with really is that back to that bliss, but how the subtlety, you know, moving through life. And, you know, we, when we talk about spirituality or spiritual things that happen, people are like, oh my God, you, did, you know, you had an NDE or you had, which is a near death experience, or, you know, you, you had a, an awakening where, you know, you had this heart filled thing. Well, no, like every day we, these subtle things can move in on us. And, and, or we can have subtle, beautiful moments of, of you know, of bliss that are, something that maybe some people may not really talk about much because like, you know, yeah, I woke up today and my God, I feel, I felt so good or I felt so refreshed. That could be bliss. And what are the ways you think could be bliss, Tom?
1: Well, I think, you know, when I work with spirit or my guidance and, uh, you know, those, what I'm talking about, of course, is, and I love to say this there, you know, it's the highest source that's available to me. They're a hundred percent positive and, um, you know, it's all about evaluating what I'm doing, not judging myself for doing. It. And, uh, you know, if you want to feel guilty, that's okay. Go feel guilty for a minute or two and then evaluate what you're going to do differently and move on because that's how spirit really works. Um, and that some of the things we talk about in the courses, that there's a great peace and a great, uh, level of understanding one can attain if one just bothers to ask, um, you know, one of the things that occurs to me is as long as I'm hopeful and I enjoy the pleasant situation that I'm in, that can lead to, you know, my bliss. It doesn't have to be a big, you know, deal where I'm meditating on the mountain and I'm having some transcendent experience. I could be playing music and it's very blissful. But I need to, I know for myself, I need to just allow myself to accept the bliss of the moment. That's the thing that occurs to me, despite what's going on around me, because uh, I don't have a lot of control over everything. But I can be a healing influence if I stay positive, if I stay relaxed, if I move with spirit in terms of I move with my guidance in all my relationships and that I have that uh, mutual respect. You know. Uh, my rights begin where your rights end, and vice versa. So uh, I don't know; those are those feel like some good notes for me to work with for April.
0: As, yeah, absolutely. As the month
1: come, comes up,
0: absolutely, and beyond, because these are you know practical just words and, and wisdom and insights to just really give you a, a bigger picture for where you're at, and also working with other people around you because we're all in, in different places. Even those we, those we love and work with and live with, like Tom and I. We're at completely different places, even though we're on the same parallel, you know, as far as what we're doing with our spiritual work and et cetera, but we are on, we're, you know, different ages and different cycles. And so, yeah, just finding your bliss, however you can with the people I'm, you're around. I'm you.
1: actually much younger than Teresa. <laughs> I just look older.
0: <laughs> well, if, if people are listening to this, they can't see what you look like, but if you're watching oh. on YouTube, you can definitely see what Tom looks like.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that sounds great. And Um, There was a couple of things that I just wanted to note that, you know, what we share here is just meant to stimulate some thought for yourself uh, and maybe uh, reaffirm some of the insights you've been getting. And, you know, uh, some of you may be very masterful in the areas that we're having challenges in. And some of you may need, and we may be married very masterful in some of the areas you're having challenges in. So it's great to share with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And uh, we appreciate the opportunity to share with you. And uh, remember there is no death. You're a soul, your energy, you have spiritual helpers and allow yourself to uh, accept that positive guidance so you can live your thrust, what you came to do, your unique thrust, you know, more clearly, more easily and more of the time.
0: Well said, Tom.
1: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> so if you if anyone out there wants to know more about working with the spiritual part of them, you can check out tntspiritworks.com. You can also go to the show notes and check out the um, early bird list for my book. The Soul Quake Survival Guide, Reviving Your Connection to Spirit in Times in Shaking Times and earth-shaking times. Sorry about that. (laughs) And see, I'm kind of shaking too. How about that? Maybe I'm having a little soul quake right now. (laughs) I don't think so. Reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times. And um, until next week, just um, remember that life is too short to
1: not be enthusiastic about your unique journey.
0: There you said it. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.